0: but it is a powerful thing for us to be able to declare that we are singing with the church stretching through history and into eternity and with the choir of heaven declaring the holiness and the goodness of God. It is a powerful and a profound thing that we do as we are gathered here. It can feel like uh, you know, sometimes we get lost that it's just a sing along or something like that, but there is a deep and profound spiritual thing that is happening when we connect our spirits together in the Holy Spirit and worship together in that place. And we just get to declare, Amen. God, you are here and you are good. Amen. Amen. Well, it is kickoff Sunday, as we said, and uh, it's a day of. Of celebration and excitement and a new ministry year is about to unfold before us. All the opportunities that we're going to have to grow in discipleship and care and uh, walking in celebration and hardship together. We're going to walk through hard things together together as a, as a church family as well. And serving together and pouring into our community together. Led by the Spirit, building the kingdom, bringing worship And glory to God in a thousand different ways. It's exciting. And we can smell the food already out there. And so we're just, hold on. This is going to be good too, hopefully. And uh, we'll get there. But... uh, (laughs) But we've got this amazing lunch waiting for us, and that's, it, that's what it's all about. We are here to worship. We are here to study the Word. But it is the people of God gathered together, the body of believers together. That is the church. It's not a building. It's not a service. It's us together, run together by the Spirit. And as we spend that time together, that is equally important then uh, to everything that we're doing here now and all the other things that we do. And it's just amazing that we get to be a part of this body together. God is good, and He's here. And He is leading us forward. And so this morning as we step into the fall and into all the new things that God is preparing for us as a church this year, I'm excited for this one, this new theme, this new series, this new mission that God is is laying at our feet. Uh, I've honestly been excited for this since last September. Last year was really good, too, and all the things we walked through there. But kind of as I've been praying through this, uh, God already, and all, on, okay, for, in all honesty, I'm already excited for next September, because <laughs> it's going to be really cool. I'm so excited. But this is going to be good too. So I'm going to get ahead of myself, but let's all chill out together here in the things that God's going to have. So I've been, but I've been praying and preparing and God is speaking and he's He's leading us together. He's giving giving us words and, and, and things that, vision that we're centering around. Um, you know, we're, we're wanting to follow him together and he's leading us in some really, really exciting directions as a church and I can't wait to see all the things that he's going to unfold as we do that together. So uh, last year our theme was, Was sacred, and we began this journey of of exploring what it means to be and to bring the very sacred presence of God into the world, that His presence is so real and all around us and in us all the time, and that He's inviting us to be a part of what He is doing, bringing that sacred presence into the lives of others. To be and to bring again His sacred presence into the world by the power of His Holy Spirit alive in us. It's it's a huge and exciting mission. And we explored lots of different ways that that looks and works. The ways that it works itself out in and through us. We talked about the fruit of the Spirit, the, the tools that God has given us as followers of Jesus, to live that out. We talked about the prophetic work and presence of Jesus and the different things that He is and represents in the world. We talked about His presence being alive in the world as well and a chance to enjoy fellowship and relationship and connection, the different uh, ways that He's inviting us to be that presence as well, what it's supposed to look like in our lives. And it was an amazing journey. It was hugely challenging and inspiring for me and I hope you felt those things as well I grew in so many different ways as we explored what that means that we are that presence all the time for good or, or ill for better or worse how well we represent those things but God is gracious and his spirit is powerful and he's walking with us and he has so much of what he wants us to see in what he's doing So now this year, we're going to be continuing that journey forward. This is a word, the sacred word is is something that is going to be the foundation of what we're doing for a long time to come. We're going to be continuing forward, but having been introduced to the reality of the sacred presence of God in and all around us, this year we're now going to be rooting ourselves deeply in the word. And it's, it's not new because we studied Scripture. Obviously, this is what we do. Scripture is and has always been the foundation of what we're doing as a church. The Word alive in the Spirit, drawing us together in the presence of Jesus as the body. It's the foundation of this whole last year through this journey. But this year, we're going to look at the Word of God itself for its own sake. We want to see the power of the Word. We want to see the beauty of the Word. We want to see the richness of the Word, the authority of the Word, and the presence of the Word living and active in our lives and all around us as God is revealing Himself to us and calls us to submit and understand His nature and truth and purpose and mission and grace. I'm really excited for this because Scripture is alive. And it's filled with the truth and words and wisdom of God revealing himself to us. What he has created all of this to be, what he has meant for us to be, and what he is doing in the world, in your life, in here, it's all here in, in these pages. He's given us the roadmap, his nature, his plan, his purposes. The creator of the universe and the author of life itself has spoken to us. And as we study it, as we meditate on it, as we marinate in it, we will be drawn into the reality of relationship, into understanding, into faith and obedience that God is God and He is enough, no matter what. You turn with me this morning to Isaiah chapter 55, and this is going to be kind of the passage that we're going to be centering around. Scripture is filled with God's instruction and teaching as to what His Word is all about, but this is a fascinating chapter that will help us set our path on this journey this year. We're going to be centering around this as we explore what God has designed and intended Scripture to be and to do. And hopefully it's going to point us in the right direction as He leads us forward into a deeper understanding of His Word and and what He desires us to understand of it. Let's read this chapter together. Isaiah chapter 55 starts in this beautiful place as He's calling His people to hear His words It speaks to us of the power of Scripture. He says, Come all you who are thirsty. Come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen. Listen to me. And eat what is good. And you will delight in the richest of fare. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a ruler and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found." Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bushes will grow the juniper. Instead of the briars the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown. For an everlasting sign that will endure forever. Amen. Amen. There is so much in this chapter. For our journey this year, there are four parts that are going to help us to ground us in our exploration of the Word. Four pieces that are in this passage that reveal to us what God's Word is all about and He wants us to see. And it starts at the beginning of this chapter where God again just calls us to Himself to listen. To hear His words in love and grace as He speaks to us simply of the beauty and the richness of His word. And the relationship with Him that we will find there as we hear what He is speaking. Again, He says, come all you who are thirsty. Come to the waters and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cause. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight in the richest affair. God is love and relationship with Him is everything. And in His Word, in the things He has spoken, is life It's food. It's sustenance for our souls. And it's freely given. Freely available to us. He has given us us this of Himself that we can know Him and be known. That we can see and feel and hear Him. His Word is life. And He is inviting you to experience that life by His Spirit with Him through His Word. In this passage, he doesn't begin with a command, but an invitation to taste and see and know that he is good. What a place to start. Reveals so much of the loving heart of our Father. But it's not just beauty that is in this passage, the joy and fun and the richness of knowing His presence. It's all true and wonderful and amazing, but the second thing that we see in this passage right away is that His Word is authority. It is the measuring stick of truth. It is the scale against which all else is weighed. He is God and we are not. And He has given us His word that we can understand truth and see His nature revealed. Verse 8, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, and neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. is so important for us to understand and embrace. God is inviting us into relationship with love and with grace, with mercy and patience, but we will only find life in submission to Him, in acknowledging His authority in everything and humbling ourselves before our Creator. We must submit To the authority of his word. Allow his word to shape and mold our hearts, to transform our minds. We cannot bend it to make it say what we want, but we must bow before him and allow him to orient our understanding to his. His word is true, his word is right, his word is good. And we must be changed to see things as He does, and we will find that truth in His Word. His Word is beautiful. His Word is authority. But it's not just inspiring images or flat teachings or philosophical ideals. The Word of God is not just flat writings on a page. It is alive. And it has real power and purpose. As this passage continues on, verse 10, As the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return empty but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Scripture is alive and it is working. His Word is moving and speaking and transforming. The Scriptures are inspired by the Spirit of God and they are a part of His transforming work in the world, reading, out, reading us as we read it. Speaking into existence His power and nature and plan. The gospel bringing the transforming presence of God into the world and into the lives of people. The message of the reality of Jesus helping us to see our sin and the saving work of Christ over all of it. As the writer of Hebrews said in Hebrews chapter 4, the word of God is living and active. Sharper than any double-edged swords, it penetrates even into dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. It cuts through all of our sin, all of our pride, and reveals the hope of Jesus to us and reorients reality itself to the designs of our Creator. That is power. And all of that is here. As we spend time with Him in His Word, we will see His power and feel His power alive through it, and we will be changed. And we will see what He is accomplishing in the world, too. The Word of God is beautiful, the Word of God is authority, it is power. And finally, the Word of God reveals to us the point. That all of this, everything, is for the glory of God alone. None of this is about us. What He has done for us is for His glory. He is the point, always. His will and nature and purposes revealed for everything, for all time, forever. Verse 12, you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace, things for us, things that He is doing for us. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you. Again, what we get to enjoy. All the trees of the field will clap their hands. God is here. He's working. Providing things for us. Instead of the thorn bush will grow the juniper. Instead of the briars the myrtle will grow. He's blessing and bringing life. This will be for the Lord's renown. For an everlasting sign that will endure forever. All of this. All of these promises. All of this richness. All of this life and hope will be for His renown. His glory. His fame. His plans, His purpose, His worship forever. Scripture reveals to us, reminds us, declares to us that God is the point. Always and forever that He is good. Only He is good and His good is our best. His glory is life for us. The Word of God unravels the very fabric and mysteries of the universe itself, showing us that all of this is for Him. And when we see that, when we submit to that, then we are complete then we are made whole in relationship and worship. The Word of God is beautiful. The Word of God is authority. The Word of God is power. And the Word of God reveals the point. It brings Him glory. This year is going to be an amazing journey. Looking at the Word of God in all kinds of different ways. Seeing God in new and deeper ways as He speaks to us through His Word and ultimately coming to the understanding that all of this is about Jesus. The Word made flesh, born to reveal to us everything that God had been saying, that He had been saying to us. Are we open to this? Are we hungry for God's Word? Are we ready and excited to explore His Word in new and deeper ways? What do you understand of God's Word? What do you know? How do you spend time in His Word, letting it speak to you? Are we people that hunger for God's Word, that see its beauty and majesty and splendor? Do you find hope and peace? In His Word, rest and comfort. Are we submitted to God's Word? Do we believe that it's true? Do we trust that His Word is higher than our understanding as we seek wisdom there? Do we memorize it and fill our minds and our hearts with it? Do you believe that it's alive? Have you experienced the work of the Spirit in your life as you study the Word of God, changing and shaping and molding your heart more and more into the image of Jesus, filling you with love and peace and understanding, the fruits of the Spirit shaping your mind, your thoughts, your ideas, aligning them with His? And does all of this bring you humility? And love. As we see Jesus on every page, in every line, showing you more and more clearly that all of this is for God's glory. Not ours. That it is for His kingdom and His purposes, not my comfort and my plans. It's going to be a big year. It's going to be an exciting year, a challenging year, a humbling year. And I hope that you'll join me on this journey into the Word. God is going to show us things that are not going to be easy. We don't like it when our ideas and our understanding, our perception is challenged. We, when our understanding is not placed highest. But together, God wants to help us grow. To see things more and more like He does. To see the world as He does. To see people like He does, and to be filled with His love for them, to see them forgiven and set free by the living Word spoken to them and bringing life to them. Paul says in Colossians chapter 3 to the church in Colossae, he says, Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And that's going to be our prayer this year, that the Word of Christ would dwell among us richly as a church family. His call here, Paul's call, is important and humbling because we must each study Scripture ourselves, meditating on it, memorizing it, marinating in it, letting it soak into every part of our being each of us individually but here Paul tells us that we can't do it alone that we must come together and learn together and be corrected together and be sharpened together growing together and that is not just for us but so that we can live it out it's not meant just for you to know for you to grow but for you to live for us to live that sacred presence again, together. And as we do, the Word will dwell in us more and more richly and in our community and in the lives of the people around us as we journey in this together. So this year we're going to talk about lots of different parts of this. What is the Word? What are the different pieces? And how does God speak through them? Who is Jesus? And how is He, the Word made flesh, alive in the world? And what does it mean then for the Word to live in us too? I hope you're excited for this journey and that you're ready to dig into this together. And there's lots of ways, again, that we're going to be doing this as a community. We've got Bible studies and discipleship groups for everyone, kids and youth and young adults, men's and women's and seniors, lots of, lots of different things. Join any of them. Or find a friend, a partner on your journey and read the Word together. Read it yourself, memorize it, fill your heart and your mind with it. We've got our daily Bible readings that we send out every day as a church family that we can all be reading some portion of Scripture together at the same time. Whether that's your whole experience or not, there's a piece that we can do and journey together as a church family, being in the same place. There's so much, there's so many different ways, and I hope that you'll dive in with us to see what God will do. As we come to a close today, let's pray together that as we do, God will speak that he will reveal himself and that his word will dwell among us richly, his presence among us richly, bringing new life to his people. Amen? Amen. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the power of your word. We thank you for the beauty of your word. We thank you for the authority of your word. And the purpose of your word, helping us to see you, reminding us and showing us again that you are the point. That Jesus is everything and your glory is the purpose of everything you have created. Father God, we want to be a people led by and submitted to you. Bringing you glory, each of us individually and together as your spirit works among us leading us forward in your mission of building your kingdom and sharing your gospel and hope with the people in our community and in our lives. Father God, there is so much for us to explore and understand and we're only going to be able to scratch the surface here on Sunday mornings. And so God, we pray that you would draw us to your word, fill us with a hunger for your word, that we would want to spend time there each and every day hearing the things that you are speaking, being challenged and transformed by the things that you are speaking, and then that we will share that with each other, that we can be encouraged and inspired by each other's journey. Father God, we submit to you. We lay our lives at your feet. We lay this journey at your feet. We pray that you would lead us and that your spirit would speak and move in Jesus' name. Amen.